love boundaries. Where have you been all my life? Have you ever said yes to something that you really, truly, deep down inside want to say no to? Oh, just me? I've been there so many times. (sighs) Anyway, on today's episode, I will be talking about a book that I've been reading called Boundaries. I'll talk about some of the signs of how to see if you have issues with lack of boundaries and some examples and what you need to do to start stepping into creating those safe spaces for you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Love and light. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Or afternoon, depending on when you decided to listen to this. Happy Tuesday to you. I am your host, Carla Chapman. And guess what? I'm rolling solo dolo today, but that's okay. It's been a while since I've come on here and just, you know, shared my thoughts all to myself. Um, But I'm also sharing it with you. So I'm excited about that. But we're here in the middle of February. This is actually the week of love. I feel like every day is the day of love, but you know what I mean? Valentine's Day is coming up. I don't know if you have any plans or if you have a significant other. If you don't, be sure that you still show some love to yourself and to others. Um, You can even decide to have a Galentine's Day. That's just um, a day of hanging out with your girlfriends and, you know, showing some love to them. Or, you know, if you're a man and you're listening to this, I'm not sure if y'all do anything for Valentine's Day for each other. But, you know, if you do do your thing, have a good time, you know, show love, tell people you care about them. That's really what it's all about. You should be doing that every day. But on that specific day, some people take it really seriously. So if you decide to go all out for them and get them a card and candy or just give them some words of encouragement, I'm sure, you know, everybody right now can use that. So before we dig into today's topic, Uh, I guess I can give you a recap of last week's. So on last week's episode, I was having a chat with my co-host Latasha Castillo, and we dug deep into the story of Tamar in Amnon, the rape of Tamar um, from Amnon, but that discussion was so deep. Honestly, I felt super drained after we talked. Um, There were a lot of things I didn't even remember I said, but that just tells me that that message was for somebody and it wasn't from me. It was from God. So that's what I'm taking it as. But I enjoyed I enjoyed that conversation. Um, There was so much revelation for me in it. Um, Tasha was spitting the word as she usually does. So I just really enjoyed that. Um, Today, I won't dig so much into the word. Um, But what I'm going to talk about today is boundaries. And the reason why I chose that is while I was on that break, um, there was a book that I was reading. And that book is called Boundaries. It's one of the New York Times bestsellers. But it's by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. This book has been a blessing in my life. Um, I really, I highly suggest that everybody reads it. I've already told my son about it. I'm not sure if he went out to buy it yet, but I will be sending him a reminder. I actually told both my older sons about it. Um, You know how they do, though. They'll tell you they will read it, and then they wait like a year or so before they decide. So I'm just going to keep, you know, suggesting, hey, y'all should go ahead and read it. But this book digs deep into 
um, creating boundaries in a healthy way, but it also aligns with the word of God, which I love. You know, for me, that's a big thing because I love the word of God and I love applying it to my life currently um, because it's real for me. So like I said, this is this will be a book that I have on the side of my bed for the rest of my life if I can. Um, it's one of those books that you open up, you go find the part that you need, you highlight, you put notes. And then when you read it, it's like you're reading it one way, but if you go back and read it again, you may receive it in a different way, just like the Bible. It's just really good, y'all. I don't know how much I can say that. Um, so today, you know, this podcast or this episode won't be as long as usual, I'm thinking, um, because I just wanted to, you know, talk about some things that I saw within the book that really stood out to me and how I started walking into that space of creating boundaries for myself, because that has been a really hard thing for me my whole life. Um, so before we even get started, um, I, I guess I can tell you what a boundary is if you don't know. So a boundary for me in my own words, it's it's like a border or a limitation or a guideline. So you know when in the book they give the example of property. So you know how you see that property, you could be driving by and then there's a fence that says, do not enter, do not trespass. That is a boundary. So that is private property. So I I put that in the same way um, when it comes to a personal boundary. So that just means that I have a fence around me where I can keep the good in and keep the bad out. Like the good stays within me and I can keep the bad out. So I I don't know. I just love that. It allows me to create my own space. I'm very big on creating like a safe zone for others and myself. So I feel like walking into this boundary journey, it's been one of the healthiest things that I've done my whole life. So yeah. So um, outside of that, the definition of that, um, I don't know. There's just so many different types of boundaries. And that's what I've been learning in this book. So I don't want to really dig deep into like the different types. But what I will say is there was a piece um, that I read online. You know, as I'm reading this book, I'm also like doing my own searches and stuff like that. But there's relationship boundaries. And I think when you think relationship boundaries, Sometimes we think of it on a surface level where it's like, hey, you know, give me my space like you're getting under my skin. But the more that I was reading, there's like different things like I'll just say, like, if you have a spouse or a significant other, um, there's boundaries like physical, emotional, sexual boundaries, financial boundaries. So with the physical boundaries, that's I guess a great example of that would be if you're out in public, like let's say you you just, you know, started dating somebody or, you know, you're with your spouse and one spouse loves to kiss in public and the other spouse does not like, um, how do you say it? We called it PDA in the military. Um, not private displays of affection, public displays displays of affection. So some people don't like that. So it's so good to make sure that 
whoever you're dealing with in a relationship that you have clear communication of what type of boundary you have. So that doesn't create conflict later on. So if you don't like something, say it and it doesn't make you a bad person. It's just saying, hey, this is what, you know, I feel safe doing and this is what I don't feel safe doing. So another boundary that I mentioned was the emotional boundary. And that one, the example I have for that one is... (sighs) I guess ladies, I can talk to the ladies on here. Have you ever came home and, you know, you're upset about what's going on at work or you're having an issue with a girlfriend or the kids have gotten on your nerves and you just like, ugh, you just want to vent. Like, have you ever just wanted to go to your spouse or go to a friend or just anybody and you want to vent, but then that person turns around and instead of just venting or allowing you to vent they want to fix it right away and the reason I started that conversation out like have you ever gone to your spouse or significant other is because a lot of times that's what men want to do um to them you know we sit there and we vent and vent and vent and to them in their head it's so easy it's just like hey you know why don't you tell them why don't you tell them what how you feel or what you're doing and for us is more of an emotional thing. So I think it's really important to create that boundary as well, where you don't have to argue and get mad and say, hey, I didn't ask for your two cents. But instead you're saying, hey, um, you know, I'm just really upset right now. I just need somebody to vent to. But, you know, I don't need you to fix it. I know that sounds kind of (laughs) harsh. I don't need you to fix me. I'm not saying to say that, but, you know, just... Let it be known what kind of space you need at that moment. So another one I talked about was the sexual boundaries. Now, this one is big for me because I I have been sexually abused as a young child. So there, I've gotten in situations where, I don't want to say TMI, but there's those moments during intimacy where something may trigger. Maybe it's a position or maybe um, a soft whisper on the neck, or you feel that breath. Like, it just triggers you from something of your past. Let your partner know that that trigger, that it affected you. Like, you really want to have an open conversation about physical intimacy and sexual boundaries because you want to talk about, like, healthy consent and understanding each other's limits and what you like, what you dislike, stuff like that. Um, Another one is financial boundaries. And I never really thought about the financial talk as a boundary. But it really is because finances... That talk is finances can break a relationship up, a marriage up, a friendship up, uh, work, career up, like anything that involves finances. If there's not clear communication and boundaries with it, it can all go downhill. So it's very important to talk about, especially within a relationship, what your plans are with money because one person may be a saver one person may be a spender so you want to talk about that stuff you want to talk about if you're going to have separate accounts or joint accounts or both so yeah I just wanted to touch on those so the most basic boundary that defines you is your physical skin that um, sentence comes out directly out of the book and when I read that I was like what are they talking about (laughs) 
<laughs> because I thought we were talking about boundaries, creating these fences, you know, over our property. Um, so as I began to read it, it was just saying how um, we use our skin as a metaphor. So we say things like he really gets under my skin. But really what it's saying, a skin boundary keeps the good in and the bad out. And I think this resonated with me because there is an example in the book and it talks about victims of physical and sexual abuse. So I am a victim of sexual and physical abuse. So um, with that, it says like early on in your life, you're taught like you're you don't really have a boundary. You know what I mean? So I was six years old when I experienced sexual abuse. So throughout my childhood and my adulthood, I never really established boundaries, if that makes sense. So, you know, it was hard for me to say no to people. Um, I overextended myself. I was looking for love. Um, There were just so many things that I allowed happen because I wasn't even aware. You know what I mean? Like when you don't know, you just don't know. So when I dug into this book, you know, I'm not even finished reading the book, but there's a part in there that um, mentions the signs of lack of boundaries. That first paragraph, y'all, it spoke to me in volumes. So that uh, paragraph starts by saying, catching the virus. So I was like, huh, what does that mean? What does that mean? So as I read, they gave this scenario of, Um, like when you're around a person, so let's say there's a person like you, you go to this, uh, family reunion. No, I don't even want to use a family reunion. Let's say you go to a get together, like a get together that a group of friends, you know, set up and there's a person there that drains you. I'm not saying that that person is a bad person. But maybe that person is very negative or, you know, they always have bad news or they're, you know, it's just something about that person. But you decide to go to this party because all your friends are there. I mean, you love your friends. So you get there. And when you get there, you know, you're excited. You're having a good time. But by the time you leave, you feel extra drained. You don't want to answer your phone. You don't want to text anybody and you pretty much seclude yourself in the house for weeks. I know that life. I know that life in friendship, but I specifically know that life with one of my parents. And that was the part that really stood out to me because um, they were talking about a woman who um, like she goes to therapy, right? She goes to therapy consistently, like Let's say she goes every week, but every time she has a meeting with her mom, she comes back the same person. It's like she almost never, you know, never grew out of what she was already experiencing or what she went through with therapy. So now she's backtracked. So basically when they're saying catch a virus, you're you're catching what that person is giving. I'm hoping I'm making sense. It says, one sure sign of boundary problems is when your relationship with one person has the power to affect your relationship with other people. And that's really what it is. And look, I don't want to read the book. I just want to talk from my heart on this. The reason why 
that resonated with me so much is because this has been an issue my whole life. Um, I love my mother. Everybody knows that. (laughs) Me and my mom, you know, we've had our ups and downs. I've talked about it quite often here on the podcast. Um, I know you would love her too. They're just a situation that, you know, has gotten us to the place that we are. But I know there was a time in my life where I would be in the greatest of moods and then I would talk to my mom and my whole attitude would change. And it's not because she was doing anything purposely, but I didn't have a boundary set. So I was allowing conversations about her husband to be in in there. And then I would hear about, you know, some of the things she was experiencing or even, you know, like all parents do, it was almost like she was, you know, trying to direct me on how to live my life. And it just got really draining. But the virus part of it was that after I spoke with her, it would put me in this place where I would shut down for weeks. Um, I know, I know Tasha is not on the podcast right now, but she seen me in that place where it's like one minute I'm okay. And then I can read a letter from my mom. And then all of a sudden I'm down for like a week. I don't want to be around anybody else. I just want, I just want to get away. So that was a sign of my boundary. So I really had to dig into, you know, why, like, what is going on with me? Like, why have I gotten to this point? Um, gosh, there was something that I wanted to say about that. It was about, um, yeah, it was about the steps. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm all over the place right now. But the first step is really to to establishing those boundaries. You have to become aware of, that you have a lack of boundaries. So that's what I'm trying to say. I became aware that that I had a lack of boundary with her. And once I did that, I started noticing the boundaries that I had with everybody. The lack of boundaries with my siblings. The lack of boundaries in relationships with friends and significant others. Um, so that And with my children. There's even a part in here that talks about setting boundaries with your kids. But also allowing your kids to have boundaries with you as a parent. And that one really hit me hard because, you know, as parents, we want to always do right. But once I was reading that, I was like, wow, I am, I am making it hard for my children to be, to have their own adult boundaries. So I've been really, I don't want to say cautious, but I've been really intentional about giving them that space to become adults and set their own boundaries because I didn't have it all together. You know what I mean? None of us have it all together. So they have to go through their own journey. Um, But yeah, so I want to leave you with some steps that I found within this book. And it's the resolution to boundary problems with your family. So the first one is to identify the symptom. So basically, the question is, where have I lost control of my property? So where have you lost control of your peace? Where have you lost control of your safe space? Um, do you feel like every time you're around someone or you're saying yes to things that you don't want to say yes to, that is draining you out, that 
um, your anxiety levels are going over the top or you're going through depression or you're experiencing like a lack of sleep or sleeping too much or eating too little or eating too much. Like you need to identify the symptom first. Um, the next thing is to identify the conflict. And for that one, it says, discover what dynamic is being played out. For example, what law of boundaries are you violating? Do you take responsibility for a sibling or a parent? Do you fail to enforce consequences? Are you passive and reactive toward them in the conflict? Um, the next one is identify the need that drives the conflict. So with that one, that's the one that I had to sit with for a while. So it was me asking myself, like, why am I allowing this? Is it because I'm looking for love? Like, do I need approval or acceptance? And I really feel like with me, just, you know, to be honest, I think it has a lot to do with that. You know, a person who goes through sexual abuse, you know, we all take it in different ways. Everybody has a different journey. I know with me, though, um... I have looked for love in the wrong places, um, always wanting to feel accepted. So it then turned around to become like perfectionism or just really running on fumes because I'm overdoing things to make sure that I'm accepted. You know, um, another one is practice boundary skills. So it says your boundary skills are new and fragile. You can't take them immediately into diff difficult situations. So um, with that one, that's telling me that you need to make sure that when you are setting these boundaries, you're starting small. You can't just jump into something. So you need to make sure that you're setting these boundaries around people who are positive, like your support system. They're going to be the first ones to receive receive these boundaries with love without thinking that you're trying to be a bad person or you know just trying to put a wall up and that's not what a boundary is a boundary is not creating a wall because god didn't make us you know to be by ourselves we are supposed to be a community but even the book says it even in a community everybody has their own property so that's what your boundary is and a person who truly loves you and um respects you they'll understand what type of boundary you're creating. Um, another thing that I saw in here, there were quite a few of them, but this last one that I want to touch on, it says, forgive the aggressor. Nothing clarifies boundaries more than forgiveness. To forgive others means letting them off the hook or canceling a debt they owe you. When you refuse to forgive someone, you still want something from that person. And even if it is revenge that you want, it keeps you tied to that person forever. <sighs> Do you know how draining it is to not forgive someone? They still, that's not a boundary. Um, for so long, you know, I, my thing was, you know, I forgive that person. I don't, I don't talk to that person. I don't, like, I thought that that was my boundary, but really it had a stronghold on me still. So you're allowing that person, they may not even know, first of all. They may not even know that you're still thinking about this. But when you're not forgiving your, that person who has done you wrong, that family member or 
a friend, um, you stay stuck in that. But right now we're talking about families. So it just causes so much dysfunction and it just trickles down. And it's like years and years of boundaries being crossed. It's just so toxic. Um, And I truly believe that you reap what you sow. So when you're not forgiving somebody, then in turn, you won't be forgiven, you know? Not just from God, but from other people too. So it's just a trickle-down effect. It really is. Um, So yeah, I didn't want to get on here and read to y'all, but I just really wanted to come on here this Tuesday and give y'all some some of this wisdom I got out of this book. So again, this book is called Boundaries. Um, It's written by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. And like I said before, it is a great book. Um, I love to read, but oftentimes I just feel like I'm so busy, so I don't get those moments to, you know, sit and just dive in. But what I've been doing with this book, I've been taking little by little. So even if you, you know, get it and you're only able to read like five sentences a day, I'm telling you in those five minutes, you're going to get something out of it. So I highly, highly suggest it. Um, I got mine off of Amazon, I believe, and it came very quickly, but I'm sure you can get it at, you know, all the bookstores all around. But anyway, I have come to the end of this episode. I just wanted to drop some quick gems to you and send you my love. Like I told you on the last episode, I have so much stuff to talk about, (laughs) but, um, I want to make sure that I do it in a way that's not overloading. I don't want to be on here so long to where you lose interest. Um, I just want to give you something, but we have so many things to look forward to this upcoming year. Just to put it out there, um, there will be a new show within Her Talks Radio. I am not going to announce what show it is, but it's not me. So we are expanding, praise God. I'm really excited about that. Um, and I plan on, if the Lord says so, to continue that expansion. So Her Talks Radio won't just be me. It'll be a platform for other people to share their stories with you as well and to help you through your healing journey. And that's what this is all about. This is a safe space where we can all come together and just love on each other, love on others, go and get those people who haven't experienced that God love and, you know, just be there for them. So I'm really excited about that. So be looking for our new episode or our new show on the radio to hit in about two weeks. Um, There's another surprise too, but I don't want to say anything about that one yet. But I love you so much. And I guess the nugget I'll leave for you today is to really sit, like find a quiet space. Like right now I'm in my closet my closet is one of my boundaries. It's my physical boundary. So when I need to get away from um, the kids or, you know, what's going on, or I just need some time to think, I come into my closet. And my closet is where I read my Bible. I read books sometimes. I sing in here really loud. um, And I just have, I get in deep communication with God. Like, I feel like this is me and him right here. So I feel like, Today, find a place where you can be safe, 
And you can actually think about your boundaries or your lack of boundaries. If you're experiencing anything, like I mentioned, if there's somebody in your life who you really, truly love within your family, maybe close friends, um, and you feel anything that's draining you, like when you're around them, you feel drained, figure out what it is. First, you need to, you know, address what that is, um, And then you need to figure out why you're allowing it and then what steps you need to take to create that boundary. So I love you. I hope you have a great Tuesday. I will talk to you again next Tuesday. Love and light. And thank you so much for your support.